and welcome to the latest two G's in a pod. Uh, once again, there's only one G. Gareth lied to us all and said he was going to be back this week, but he's still getting married, so he's replaced this week by a J. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to try <laughs> yeah, and make it work. No, I was going to try and make it work with the two G's. But oh. so if you could, but then that would just be Gay Laffery, which wouldn't really work out. <laughs> I love it. Keep it. We're in. joined by Jay Laffrey. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I hate doing them over Zoom because I always like fumble with stuff like that. I always like mess it up. Uh, but thanks for replacing Gareth. I think we'll try not to talk about his wedding because okay. he wants it to talk about. obviously. God, he's but, so needy. I know. But he's been on holiday for, well, I say on holiday. He's not been doing this for three weeks now. Been stressing out doing it myself. Had to do a couple just on my own. I don't know how people do that. <laughs> Doesn't Robin Granger do that every week? Yeah, some people do. I and can't. then, I mean, yeah, it's mad. So I, I'm glad I've got a guest. So thanks for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. I find myself, you know, ju- just dull. So I wouldn't be able to speak to myself. <laughs> well, I, I ask oh, people for questions and stuff. But yeah, it's hard. It felt like doing a Twitch stream. I, I took me back to that, and I didn't enjoy them. <laughs> so, I used to, I used to love watching you do your Twitch streams. I used to think that was I should probably turn that sound off. Yeah. Um, I used to love watching you do that because, um, oh, why is it not letting me do that? Well, people liked the scaries. They watch, like watching yeah, they a fright. Like, yeah, you. I just loved you being like. Woo, woo. Some of the you stuff make- I would come out with was like deep from in my soul. It came from way, somewhere way buried down. <laughs> but you did yours quite late at night, didn't you? Well, here's the thing, right? We had a schedule sort of worked out, all, like almost with the Scottish comics, so you could watch us back to back. And then yeah. folk kept changing. And I was like, fuck's sake, somebody kept changing. I was like, you're not considering everyone else. So somebody changed to my slot, so I had to keep going later. Uh-huh. Uh, I just so remember because I, I remember waking up one night to do because my wee one was like a baby yeah. at that point, and I was doing like midnight feeds and and like two in the morning feeds and stuff. And I remember sitting absolutely crying, laughing at you, like during like a late night feed, like everybody else is in bed, the house is in complete darkness, the stairs in complete darkness, and I was absolutely crying, laughing at you, screaming your head off. <laughs> I would find it too spooky to watch a spooky game at that time of night. <laughs> like, I was already in a pandemic with a tiny baby trying to learn how to do all that. So life was already scary enough. You, you yeah, didn't... fair enough. <laughs> I do. I mean, I feel like I've got less scared since the baby's been around. Like I used to be quite cautious walking about in the dark, but now I just kind of get used to it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Um, I've... I think I get more, I'm less scared for me, but I'm terrified for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So your fear's just been moved about? Yeah, it's just, it's been moved to a different, different type of fear. And I used to always laugh at my dad. Like my dad is like a proper over the top cautious dad, like a pure helicopter dad before that was like a thing. And I see him now when he's looking after like, my wee one or my brother's wee one and he's like oh 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 just watch 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 and they're they're doing nothing they'll just be like yeah yeah like, oh watch 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 and i'm like what, <laughs> what is it they're putting one foot in front of the other um so i'm worried that i'm going to be like that but 
sometimes when I see like my wee boy jumping from because he's only three and a half, but he's about the size of a five-year-old. He's huge for his age. Right. And so he gets like into really rough play with other kids and he loves that. And he'll do like mental things. Like he'll jump off the top of a slide and be like, I'm Batman. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. You're going to die. Like you're yeah. not Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Batman also observed safety, didn't you, Batman? Like, yes, he did. He was very into his health and safety. He had Alfred there the whole time. We've just bought a spongy mat thing for the floor. It's like, it looks like a big carpet, but it's spongy. So when he goes arse over tit, uh, it doesn't hurt him as much. But then yeah, he's got one of these little wooden jigsaws with like little like handles on them so that they can put them into the slots. And yeah. he fell backwards onto one of them, and I was like, "Oh, that must have been quite sore." Uh, but I'm, I'm quite chill. I'll let him fall and stuff. Like I try not to be too cautious around them. They've got to hurt themselves. Yeah, they do, and they will hurt themselves, especially that like you're now just about well, maybe a few months off actually, but like you're you'll soon be getting to that stage where you know they're they're. Kinda able to walk, but not quite able to walk, and that is like that's well, the disaster zone area for yeah. falling in any direction. And it doesn't matter. We had all like the spongy things that went on corners, and like whatever there wasn't sponge, that's where they'd they find it. Hit. Yeah, yeah. This has um, now become a parenting podcast. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's all that's going on in my life. So, um, I you can actually see, but Laura's like clearing out all the books and stuff that were on the shelf which were yeah. perfectly fine she went oh we've got to get ready in case he pulls that onto him i went surely the more books that are on there the less likely he is to pull over yeah and so she's taking books off and she was like no we're going to put them in storage but he's not he's not even crawling yet he's trying his best and he's getting really angry when he can't he's like Rah! you're like you can do it <laughs> yeah he just gets proper upset <laughs> so you when you started walking uh i was apparently before my first birthday my mum says about nine months i was up and at him i was also apparently talking on my first birthday i told somebody to sing they weren't singing happy birthday to me and i went sing yeah (laughs) pointed at them like a wee psycho uh we had words uh my one could he could speak before he was one for sure um but he broke his leg when he was eight months old I'm telling you, tell me about this. All this cautious stuff, but then yeah. uh, I came to his granddad. It was still during the pandemic, and they were only allowed to be outside. And his gran and granddad had had him. His, his ga, as he calls him, and um, he broke. Well, we think he broke his leg because apparently, listen, and this is weird. When babies are that young, they can't tell if they've broken a leg or not. It's like unless it's like that a sounds like uh, a lie. <laughs> Apparently, it's like this thing. It's like because unless it's a severe, severe, yeah, that's yeah. definitely like you know something really horrendous. But like they can't see like hairline fractures or anything because their bones are so soft at that point right. that it's really hard to tell. And so basically, he got a it got he did this thing to his leg, and um, we took him up to the the hospital and everything and it was only because he couldn't bear weight on it and he was doing that kind of thing where they were holding on to the edge and like he was holding on to the edge and walking around and he couldn't bear weight on it and we took him to the uh, hospital and they took the x-ray and then they were like nah it might be broken it might not be just just see how he goes wow <laughs> oh, okay 
So, that, see how it goes doesn't feel like great uh, doctor advice ever. See how it goes. Anyway, he's walking now, but it did put him back, I, I would say, a couple of months because like, he had about a month where he couldn't really put any proper weight on it. And then he had a month where he was just being like, because he was used to not yeah. working. So he, could, wow. he didn't actually start working, walking until he was about 14 months. Right, gotcha, because of the leg. So yeah. I feel like sometimes doctors do just fucking can't be asked and just do whatever like uh, my friend's partner dislocated her shoulder went to the doctor and he went oh i think it's still partially dislocated and she was like can you pop it in properly then and he was like oh no no he went maybe just try some exercise and strengthen it up so because it kept happening to her he was like, maybe just do some interviews i can't exercise if it's partially dislocated you fucking maniac he just like sent her away he was like oh yeah fair enough that sounds shit I don't know if you've been to the doctors recently. I've I've been a few times more with a wee one, but um, what I find really terrifying now is like I've now got to the age where doctors are younger than me, quite significantly oh, younger, right. than, which makes me really anxious. And also, they just seem to sit in Google, and I know it's not like I know it's not error Google. I know it's yeah, like. Yeah. It's like a doctor Google, yeah. Doctor Google. But also yeah. I'm sitting there going like, I could have done this in the house. <laughs> They're on Ask Jeeves. They're still using I mean? it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Properly. Like last time I went, it was just for, it was it was for like a rash or something. It wasn't for anything like majorly. In fact, I think where I was there, like getting the wee ones jags and I just happened to mention about this thing. And the boy who I swear to God was about 26 was just like, yeah, hold on, and just starts Googling it. And then he went, yeah, <laughs> well, maybe try this. And if that doesn't work, come back and we could, it says here we can try. I was like, I could do, what sort of medical training? Like, is it just actually, you just get your IT certificate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can't... just WebMD, Googler. <laughs> yeah. The last so, thing I went for was, I was having chest pains. So I was like, what's that about? It's high cholesterol, turns out, so I'm all good. Oh. Um, well, not all good, obviously. Need to you change the diet. I don't see. I was. I always thought I ate quite well. I did have a takeaway quite a bit. It's on the road. It's too hard. I don't know how you eat good on the road. So, but I thought I ate quite well. So I've started going to the gym, which I don't like. Just trying yeah. to. And who was it? Uh, I was speaking to Emmanuel Sonobi. Uh He phoned me, yes, and he was like. Well, yeah, he, he phoned me and he was like, what are you up to? I was like, I'm at the gym. And he was like, oh, he was so excited. <laughs> like, he was like, why are you going to the gym? And I was like, I don't want to die, mate. Uh, I think that's the main reason. He's like, we're doing Cardiff next weekend. He's like, bring your gym clothes. And like, oh my, oh yeah, my God, yeah. you're going to die. You can't go to the gym as a newbie with Emmanuel. He, so, like, yeah, for the listeners, him. Emmanuel is one of the biggest men in the world. He's a comedian. Um, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a giant. I arm wrestle him every year at altitude. <laughs> and, uh, How does that I've, go? I've never won. Uh, <laughs> I reckon you could get somebody else to help me and we still probably wouldn't win. He's a he's a unit, for sure. Yeah, probably the biggest person that I have, like, like most muscly person that I've seen in real life. And yeah. He's also... We were talking about this. I know we're not supposed to be talking about the wedding, but we were talking about Emmanuel and his muscles at the wedding, and I did make my husband feel very <laughs> what bit he... weird. He was like, "You're talking about that Emmanuel guy for ages." I was like, "Well, he's a he's a unit, and he's yeah. really not 
hard to look at either. He's a handsome man. Yeah. <laughs> All the listeners of 2G's Nepod are now Googling him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Google away. Enjoy that. I suppose um, for for your husband that, I mean, it's not like you're uh, speaking about something he could attain, you know? Like, <laughs> no. He will he never didn't. be as big as a that. A big black guy. He's yeah. never going to be a big black guy. No. He must be like 6'3 as well. Like he's tall. And I'm going uh, to the gym with him as a five foot eight little ginger boy. I often wonder, you know, like when you're on the road with comedians and you're doing weekend shows and like maybe you go for breakfast and it'll be like you and a bunch of people. I often wonder if folk look at you and go, how the fuck do those people know each other? Because <laughs> like, I think, that, I think yeah, who I was I that. Eleanor Tiernan and <laughs> Toussaint Douglas and me. I was just like, we just don't look like anything at all. It's more so like when you do do things like altitude or like I went to um, Iceland with um, Tom Stade, um, Jojo Sutherland, Liam. Who else? Is that when you all just stayed in the room because it was so expensive? Yeah, we all just stayed. We all just stayed in the hotel that was in the middle of nowhere as well, and it was January, so there was a big ice storm. But it was like, oh. Um, Eddie Brimson and yeah there was like this whole kind of ragtag bunch standing at Edinburgh airport and I was thinking the other people getting on this flight are like how do they all because we were being loud and obnoxious yeah yeah they're like it can't be a stag do because there's women there yeah they were probably just like like, what's going on and and, yeah it was very odd (laughs) yeah yeah I I always love that like uh, folk must just go what is that they're too old to be in school it's not a school trip (laughs) What? But they're acting like school kids. What are yeah. they up to? But I do, maybe people I actually, don't give a shit. Maybe that's just a comedian ego going. I wonder what everyone thinks. We like most people are like, dealing with their own shit, not worried at all. I do that as well. Like you know, like sometimes, especially if you see a hen do, you see like a really big hen do. I like to sit there and be like, oh, who's the one that actually was invited out of like necessity? Do you know, like the yeah, brother. Yeah like sister and the brother the groom's sister-in-law or something like that and you see like the old aunties and everything and they're all going to like magaluf and you're like you're gonna die in magaluf yeah. Jeannie, you're gonna die yeah and Jeannie's not gonna get involved in all the stuff that would kill her though she'll stop after a couple of sherry's yeah, so. I don't i'm gonna know. turn in <laughs> should we all go to the pottery museum shut up <laughs> i'm gonna get fingered <laughs> and what happens on hindus ah Auntie Jeannie might quite like a fingering. I don't know. Hey, let's never say never. I uh, shouldn't say that. I've actually got an Auntie Jeans. <laughs> all right. I, I, that's who I'm talking about as well. <laughs> <laughs> who do you see? Um, you see that photo of uh, King Charles dancing the other day? These big fucking slab yeah. hands. What is actually wrong with these hands? Like, I know that we're all doing a joke about them, but. He's I not mean- well. That, it looks sore. It, it looks like, is it arthritis? Is it gout? Is it, you know, inflatables? Like, what is it looks, going on? It genuinely looks like, not even like having a laugh. You know, like when you blow up a rubber glove? Yes. Like, it, like they, they look like they can't do anything. I thought they'd been AI'd. Like, see, when I saw that yeah, photo, yeah. I thought it was like when the Pope wore a puffer. Do you know, like... I, just... I, I fully believed that for ages. Did I? I was yeah. Like, Pope's got a puffer? <laughs> what a cool pop. I know. Um, yeah, it did look 
It looks so weird. red as well. They're so red yeah. and so swollen. The white suit didn't help with the redness, but no. it did look like the top of a bell end. It was very like Oof. wow. <laughs> no longer a kid's show. <laughs> One off appearance and now. <laughs> yeah. Getting right into the <laughs> King Charles hands look like a bell end. Um I mean, yeah, an angry one as well. And not, I just, know. Your, not just your bog standard belly. <laughs> I mean, say we like about Charles, that you know, he's quite good for the chat, you know, because we didn't have much to say about the Queen, and you couldn't no. really say too much about the Queen because she was so old. Aye, you can't pick on old women, really. No. A big gammon fisted meat man hands, yeah. so you can take the but piss out of that. Yells at people. See, but like when he when he had the thing when he had to sign the pen and his big fat fingers couldn't hold the pen and then he was like with his hand like <laughs> yeah yeah an angry man. I wonder how he goes about like day to day life. Like it must be tough. Like if he's trying to fish change out his wallet, <laughs> I suppose he's never doing that. The king, no. clean your bum. You've got to clean your own bum, even if you are the king. Do you? Is that a thing? I reckon he's got a royal wiper. No, I don't. Oh, maybe he has a scusher. You know, like a. It'll be a little Victorian boy with like a big uh, <laughs> brush. Well, like a ghost. Oh, no, like a chimney sweep sort of thing. But you're just coming in the door, so that's what that noise is. All right. Okay. Um. Well, we can thank you. I've actually uh, posted one of the old living room sessions as a, a Patreon episode. Uh, so our Patreons, if you're listening, you can listen to that. I've been trying to get it for a while. And Kier is the one who found it, uh, who is in the episode. You can listen to that. But you can only listen if you're a Patreon for as little as £3 a month. What a seamless plug. That's um, a great one. Thank you. It's on um, the 2G's Patreon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Episode 3, because I don't think we could find the first two. Just hearing the little tune and stuff, I was like, ah, that was good. Imagine if you'd actually kept going with that. You guys would have been like the OGs. You'd have been the granddaddies of the podcasting world. Yeah, uh, you and I certainly would be sat here right now. Um, we'd be on holiday probably. Uh, I, th- this is exactly the chat Gus and I had when he was a guest over Zoom was how much we fucking chucked it and could have been big yeah. time. Idiots. Good, good fun. <laughs> We only did six episodes as well, six, and we went, fuck this, that's too many, that's enough work. You did do six episodes. Also, you've made me, I always remember this, you made me print his business cards. Yeah, from, what was that, what was that company, Vista Print, was it, or? Print, but, but, we, but it was like 3,000 business cards. Yeah. I always chucked them out last year. I had like a box full. I had, I had boxes as well. Like, yeah. a box, a whole box full, and I was like, you're never going to use these, can we chuck them? We used, was, what, we used to put them out at the stand before gigs and then I think we just stopped. We just yeah. stopped everything. I know. Just think you should have kept going. Could have been rich. Yeah, but I'm, I'd rather be, you know, poor and unhappy. So, <laughs> Well, it's, it makes you still creative now. So. That's true. I'd be doing like shitey observational material in an, yeah. in an arena, mind you, but yeah, like, well, you ever notice you can't spread Lord Pack? What's that? Someone <laughs> cheering. Yes, this guy gets it. I knows. He knows. I've no respect for audiences anymore. I've discovered. I used to I... have a better respect for. Them. I think they're all thick as shit, including the ones listening to this. Yeah, I feel like audiences have got stupider. 
It's because like, all our, te- our attention spans have got shorter with reels and TikToks. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, there's a, sometimes I've seen, not necessarily me, I don't really do clever stuff. I do goofy stuff, but I've seen clever comics and I'm like, you just don't get this at all, you fucking idiots. And then you see somebody, uh, <laughs> well, not name names, <laughs> you'll see uh, other people just being like, yeah, isn't that bad? And you're like, oh, this guy's fucking hilarious. You're like, it's absolute root one shit. It is depressing. It is depressing the type of things that go viral. Probably the least said about this, the better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the things that go viral now with that comedians put out as content, really, I find depressing. But then having said that, I've started putting out content of me pole dancing, so... Well, there you People go. In houses shouldn't throw stones. We've got to differentiate. We've got to retrain. What was the remember the government thing in lockdown where they were like retrain? Yeah, that's what I did. I went from it was supposed to be ballet dance. I should retrain in, in IT. IT, but I've gone from a comedian and retrained as a pole dancer. So you know, I still feel that that's a it's a move. Those girls all seem pretty happy and well off. Yes. It's just just when you get the regular weirdos, but you get them in comedy anyway. Exactly. I was just thinking I'll bring those with me. But the see, regular weirdos? Regular weirdos from comedy. That's, <laughs> it's not a bad shout. They've got to, got to fill their boots with something. Yeah. I don't know why I would retrain it. I've been thinking a lot about retraining and doing something else. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, it's very tired. I, I, I think I always get like this this time of year when you're trying to write a friend show. I'm like, fucking... Let's let's do something else. The office work wasn't that bad. I reckon if I did a week in an office now, I'd kill myself. <laughs> During the pandemic, I went back to the third sector for um a short well for a year, um and it was hellish. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Creatives, I'd... still working with creatives and because I came from a creative job into yeah. comedy. And did a creative job alongside comedy for years. And I worked in the third sector within the arts. And I went back to that during the pandemic. I covered a maternity leave. And to be honest, after three months, I was ready for jacking it in. And comedy had started to come back, uh, you know, in certain ways. And yeah. uh, like, in, and the Fringe was coming back. I did end up doing the Fringe in 2021. Only female comedian in the book who did the whole run. Is that right? Yeah. I'm sure I wasn't the only female comedian who did it, who did the full run, but it was the only one in the actual, bro- well, there wasn't a brochure, but it, like that was registered, which I didn't you... know. Newspapers that told me that. Wow. Do you remember the year before that one when stuff was just starting to open up a wee bit and you could sit outside in pubs um, and everyone was like, there was like a beer garden map going about that you could get and see all the beer gardens in Edinburgh. But there was a guy come up from England. I think his name was Nathan Cassidy. Fuck him. I'm, I'll say his name. He came up and he did a, a show at Three Sisters in August in their like beer garden place and like build himself as the only comedian doing the French. And um, was it fucking Kate Copstick wrote an article being like, all the Scottish acts were lazy and didn't do anything, but this guy went out and done stuff. And I was like, I will fucking attack her with a claw hammer, I reckon. Like, fuck it, was it's, a- it was a fucking illegal, yeah. She was like, oh, well, at least he had some get up and go about him. Like, no, 
and I, I was pissed off at him as well. I was like, you shouldn't be doing it either, dickhead. Coming because yeah. he came from England, which you weren't you weren't allowed to travel. I'm supposed to because I had a problem that at that time I was actually in the West Coast in a bubble over there for three months, and I had to come back. The get the fringe had asked me to come and film some stuff in Bristol Square for the TV. So oh, we're doing yeah, yeah. Edinburgh, uh, like basically a whole thing for the fringe that was about the fact that it was Edinburgh locked down or something yeah and um i came to do i think it was for the bbc or for i can't remember no it was for sky i think it was like a big thing it was part of the international festival and they basically wanted me to stand in bristol square which was just empty except for skateboarders and i had to they had to email me like a thing in case the police stopped me so that i could show them that i was allowed to move oh yeah yeah other area because it was for work i i had that when i worked in the supermarket they gave me a wee letter yeah. which was quite good i I kind of when you get something like that you do want to use it do you know what i mean like, stop me i stop. it's the only time you want them to the amount of times so as well you know like if there's a police car behind you do you ever get like dead shifty and you're like have i oh, done I something anxiety because because yeah. usually the way i drive i have done something <laughs> Right, <laughs> right, okay. Uh, I like, I, obviously, how some people dance like nobody's watching. I drive like nobody's watching. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to getting a lift from you later on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm in your lift tonight. Well, you've been yeah. in a car once with me. Yeah, it's fine. But you but, and I have been in some pretty dodgy car rides. Have we? Yeah, I remember we came back. I can't remember if it was me or you that was driving in a snowstorm. Oh, I was driving, yeah, there was a me, you, Liam with Neil and somebody else. And it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, nowhere. And then another time we were driving after that time, because I remember we were talking about that time, and like one of those mental torrential, like your windscreen wipers can't go fast enough. Rains. Yeah, right. I don't and remember that one so much. That was more recent. That was more recent than the snow one, because I remember right. being like, remember the time uh, we couldn't see for the snow and then this was like rain. Oh, I can't remember that at all. I think I was driving that time. Right, okay. That's maybe why. I was just probably on my phone, not asking. Like, I'm sure we'll be safe. We are sitting in the back. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sounds like me. But yeah, every time there's a police car behind me, I'm always like, what have I done? But every time I walk out of shop and the thing beeps, I'm like, oh, fuck, what have I stole? I, f- yeah. I forgot that I stole that stuff. Even though you know you didn't steal anything, there's always that bit of you that goes, shit. I put a TV in my trousers and forget. And now there's no way to explain that. I think that's the same feeling I have when I went to the dentist for the first time. I feel like I'd done nothing wrong. I was coming in. But just the guilt, the guilt the dentist makes you feel is... And I don't even think they mean it. I don't know. I think some of them do. Dentists are rich as well. I just don't want to told off. Every time I go to the dentist, I feel like I need to take out a new mortgage. And yeah, that's well, like NHS dentist. It's not that like I go to a private dentist, but I kind of feel like back in the day, you used to go to the dentist and you would get like your checkup and your teeth cleaned and that, you know, you could pay seven pounds for like that extra stuff that they use. And now it's like 50 quid every time you go for stuff that you used to get for free. I feel very They've told me that all the stuff I need done is like 160 quid. And I was like, that seems very cheap. That does seem cheap. So I'm not... I don't know if that I believe it. Don't argue with them. Just get it done. Yeah. 
have to get both wisdom teeth removed. Have you had that uh, done? No, I've never had that done. I'm not wise. Uh, I'm this worried I'm going to be less wise. What happened with me is that um, I had an overcrowded mouth as a teenager. And so I had like six. (laughs) (laughs) No, nothing nothing funny to be said there. Not in a dirty (laughs) way. I had overcrowded with teeth, not willies. (laughs) (laughs) It was a no willy zone. I was only a young person. (laughs) Couldn't get them in for all the teeth. (laughs) Exactly. Nobody wanted them. Like what? Out of the mouth? No. Oh, Jay Laffney, <laughs> the circumciser? Absolutely not. <laughs> I uh, so I had six teeth pulled out when I was like fourteen, and to make room in my mouth for the teeth that were already there. And so I think basically I've never had any problem with my wisdom teeth because there was plenty of room for them to come in. Right, gotcha. Because the problem is they get impacted, right? That's the issue. I don't know. Mine, one of them has not come up because it's yeah, they, bashing into another one. Yeah, so that's what impacted means. Right. Like where the other teeth, oh, they all like smush in together. Nobody can see this, but I'm actually smushing my fists together. Yeah, Jay is fist bumping herself. Yeah, and making <laughs> inappropriate noises. <laughs> I Mine's, one of them's just come up like a smidge and the other one's slightly more, but they were like, yeah, I mean, and uh, one of my fillings at the back, the guy went, fucking hell, what a mess. And I was like, oh, jeez, all right, thanks, mate. I know, I was like, I didn't do the filling. Somebody else did that. And they were like, I think I see what they were trying to do, but uh, yeah, not great. And I was like, all oh, right, okay. That's not a good review, is it? No. Nah. So I'm like, not with that dentist anymore, so that's fine. But that would be quite, you know how we get reviews all the time, do you know, like trip advisors or just articles on Twitter or anything yeah. Show me a thing, like, and now you can do that for your doctors. Do dentists have that? They probably do, eh? You know how you can yeah. rate your MD. Shall I look at my dentist's rating right now? I'm gonna have a look at your dentist rating. No, it, it's in Granton, so I feel like it's gonna. I must be one of the best customers. They've got. They, they must look at my teeth and go, "Wow, you, uh, <laughs> you, you're a prince." <laughs> <laughs> Right, West Grant and it's three point six on Google. It's not great. Oh, hello! Seven months ago, uh, I called ask for a change of visits because my children had a visit on seventeen and I was eleven. The boy who answered the phone nothing checked and said it was impossible. I'd like to file a complaint against this friendly team, <laughs> but since the boss is away, they do whatever they want. Wow! A uh, lot of one stars. I had a nine thirty appointment on the first of October. Intended. Uh, thought I'd be taking the next room. I've been. That doesn't even make sense at all. Um, wow. Yeah. One five-star review, but it is from a Dr. William Eddy. Uh, it's from his, like, dad, isn't it? Yeah. I thought my son was the best dentist ever. Five yeah. stars. Oh, it's just him reviewing himself. Dr. <laughs> Eddie is fantastic. Do you get to be called a doctor if you're a de- I don't think you do, do you? That's the whole thing. You're a dentist? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Do they call themselves doctors? Uh, hold on, let's giggle it. We're giggling lots tonight. We could yeah. be doctors. This yes. is the problem with Zoom. I always find with a Zoom podcast, you because you've got the screen in front of you, you do just end up Googling stuff, which you wouldn't normally. I, yeah, maybe they are called doctors, but I think that's a disgrace. Oh, no, dentists are not doctors in the traditional sense of the word. 
although they undergo extensive medical training, they can they can become proficient treating medical issues occurring with teeth and gums. They are not MDs. That's because it's well, I suppose there are more doctors than like doctors of archaeology. Do you know what I mean? This like if, on a plane, if somebody's like, "Is there a doctor?" and there's not one, of the art. Yeah, yeah. You would you rather of the arts or a dentist? You go give it, give it the dentist. Yeah, you're going for the dentist, aren't you? You're going yeah. for the dentist. Although, so it's, like it's some cunt to write a poem while I'm having a heart attack. As as I have said, and you've heard me say many times on stage, though, that like I am practically a doctor because of like the 19 years of Grey's Anatomy. Right, Laura started watching Grey's Anatomy, and. I disagree with you now. I used to think, oh, yeah, she's watched loads of stuff. But having caught little glimpses of Grey's Anatomy is the single most mental show I think I've ever seen. She's been in like six plane crashes. Like you literally would, if you were in some sort of horrific accident and they were like, we're going to take you to Grey's Sloan Memorial, you'd be like, no! <laughs> anywhere else. Anywhere else. Get me take out of Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly to please. Alaska. Anywhere else, please. There'll be a You're bomb like, going off. I know they've got the best trained doctors in the world, but they're always being blown up or shot at or, you know, thrown from a plane, eaten by a bear. <laughs> I suppose that would make you a good doctor if you're going through that all the time. There's nothing would phase you. Yeah, it's like, like murdering doing... Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You're like, stop going on holiday with people you don't know, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just loves, loves it away day, doesn't she? Loves in a way day. I'm like Jessica. Honest to God, hen. Like, if Jessica Fletcher was going on any type of do, I would not be there. Who's all going? Look, can I just check? Well, Addy Jeannie, obviously, hen uh, doing Magaluf, and uh, just a few people you don't know. Jessica Fletcher and my mum's coming. Uh, you'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not going on that trip. Thank you. Uh, we're nearly ran out of time on the old Zoom. It's telling us less than a minute, so. We'll just wrap up, I guess. Thank you for joining us, Jay. Thank you for having me. And I'll see um, you in three hours. Oh, oh yeah, I will see you in three hours. See me in three hours. I'm I'm going to go in now and do a bit of pole practice for my friend show. Good luck. <laughs> I'm going to go like a baby and uh, phone in a bomb threat to a Seattle hospital. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, All right. Cheers, Jay. Bye. Um, well, thank you to our guest, Jay Lafferty, there for joining us over Zoom. I'm sorry it's over Zoom, guys. I know, I know. I don't want to be on Zoom. You don't want to listen to chats on Zoom. They're less snappy. There's less fucking bouncing off each other, you know, but that's the way it is. Um, if you have not already, you can join our Patreon. It's £3 a month. You know, it's very cheap. It's the price of a coffee. And you will get a bonus episode every single week, although the last couple of weeks have been ropey it's just been me but now we've also got a special treat um if you listen to the episode with gus limburn you'll have heard us talking about the living room sessions podcast which is a podcast that we did before podcasts were even a thing and we were in the top 20 of itunes we were flying we did six episodes and then we quit if we'd kept doing it life would be very different man because we were we were up there uh i found some of the old episodes and i've posted one of them today on the patreon page so if you want to check out it's just three pounds a month and it's the best way to support the podcast much will be back next week we are going to record on sunday so monday you will get an episode with me and gareth for the first time in three weeks the g's are back Uh, but until then have a great life yeah all right